0: Consequence Podcast Network.
1: This episode brought to you by Nick <laughs> B. Nick B. Oh,
2: he did do a Facebook correction of Carloof.
1: Did we car fuck it up? We
2: may have. I'm sure we did. Pup date! morph I hate all this. Okay, I'm not sure how this is actually gonna work, but here's what it says. Pup date for Genferatu. Should I do it in a British accent? I do think
1: that that is not offensive.
2: Because it's not offensive. So it's okay. pup date for Genferatu. Oh my god. It's carloof loof. All right, so it's a deep metal mumble growl. So it's not Carloof. It's Carloof. Oh. That's how he sounds. I well, tried. I could not
1: have been any more <laughs> wrong.
2: DJ Jazzy Oof. I have a message for you. Arf,
1: arf, 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 arf. Carloof. Oh wow Jen is getting real dirty Did you hear what she said To that dog I can't believe she said it into a microphone That is recording <laughs> I said a doggy that style That is so <laughs> They just say Regular sex
0: Jen That's how oh, they Oh pardon yeah. me <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that
1: For them, it's not doggy style yeah. <laughs> yeah It's just sex to them Jen mm. This episode Brought to you by Rebecca, Rebecca. Hey, hey Rebecca. Rebecca So Mikey Do you have a pickup line Based on the movie For us today Yeah
0: I looked up Serial killer pickup line Oh wow mm. <laughs> These are terrible Let's go through a couple That will get cut Shall we? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is a good one. Hey, Rebecca, Who will you be? run away from me somewhere romantic? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: I like that. Okay, that's we can do that. It's
1: for the couple that wants to both chase and be chased. Yeah. And if you want to remain chased, get yourself some Ooh. Disney ears from straight onto Disney on Etsy, Rebecca's Etsy store. This episode also brought to you by Matt. Matt. Hey,
2: Matt. And uh, Ma-
1: guten Tag. Oh, wow, that's German. Matt is from Sweden, and he wants us to share some fun Swedish facts, and I Ooh. found this one. North Korea owes Sweden $300. Million euros hmm. for one thousand stolen Volvos. And e- Volvos, Volvos. Oh, okay. Wow, one thousand stolen oh. Volvos. All you have to do to follow this story is listen.
2: <laughs> it's a little dig to me. I'll
1: feed you baby birds. <laughs> North Korea owes Sweden 300 million euros for 1,000 stolen Volvos. So the funny part about this is that every six months, they send them a bill.
2: Hey, if you're in North Korea, pay up. Pay your fucking bills, bro. North Korea better have my money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and if they don't, we'll send you a bill in six months.
2: Yeah, don't act like you forgot.
1: This episode also brought to you by Spider Tom.
2: Spider Tom. I do have a spider fact. Today, we are going to find... Finally, put to rest the age-old mystery of our granddaddy long-leg spiders the most poisonous spiders on earth. It is impossible to know if the venom of a granddaddy long legs is poisonous or pardon me, venomous, unless we shrink someone down, like a human down, like interspace style, and then pit them against a granddaddy long leg. Why do you have to make a fight, Jim? Because I want to give the spider a fair fight. He's a grandfather, Todd. He's, not, he, is, not... he's a veteran. <laughs> <laughs> he fought in the spider wars. <laughs> <laughs> he saved Hogwarts.
0: What? Wow,
1: you were all over the place. <laughs> Aragog, first off, did not save Hogwarts.
2: Did he not? No, no.
1: he tried to kill Harry
2: in oh, not this cool.
1: episode, also brought to you by... Right, right. Ryan. Ryan. Uh, yeah, Mikey's really into it.
2: So Ryan just took three days off work and has just been luxuriating all over his apartment watching all the TV. Oh, yeah. And regaling oh, yeah. Todd and oh, I with yeah. the stories of all the TV Ryan's watching. <laughs> relaxing oh, relaxing it is. I just watched this movie and I had so much time oh I decided my God. to watch this other I watched movie. three movies after yeah, the gym
1: yesterday. Mm, yeah. Some quarantine, Ryan. Maybe mm-hmm. Ryan was trying to help people <laughs> after a tornado.
0: In a fucking pandemic.
2: No. I
1: don't think Ryan was. Welcome back to another episode of The,
2: the Patrionicals.
0: Patrionicals. Thank you for that introduction. <laughs> <laughs> First, I just want to say, Jen did a great job, but her story's not canon. Well, they- <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. As we last left, our intrepid young heroes... Our intrepid young heroes. Eddie and Matthew.
1: <laughs> as they track
0: Sunny D cannibalism. heard of this coronavirus? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the Sunny D. This that is makes where, sense. This is where it came from. It goes straight to the top. You know, it started in Korea where they went to China. A shipment went to China. A shipment uh-huh. went to Italy. Uh-huh. A shipment's here. Yeah. yeah. It came in Washington. In yeah. America. Yeah.
2: So we got Sunny D-19. Sunny D-19.
0: Instead of COVID-19. Yeah. I love it. People are getting sick and they're trying to eat people. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. what Sunny D will drive you to. They're tracking Isaac down because he's the... Cor- but people are dying out there. Yeah. Does the
2: disease spread if you get eaten or do you have to drink Sunny D?
0: Oh, it, it spreads virally. So they're having to do social distancing and quarantine. <laughs> it's a global pandemic at this pun point. <laughs>
2: at this pun. It's citrus distancing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All the commercials say, Orange, you glad you stayed at home? home oh wow <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, this the orange economy has crashed. Yeah. Ooh. Sunny D did it. Maddie's umbrella has been honed in because one of Isaac's teeth was found. Um, the umbrella has a tooth tracker in it? So they track him down to this lab, and they're like, when the world is like, there's no coming back. Like, this is going to be real damage to the yeah. patronical world here. Yeah. So Eddie brings 17 turtles. Are they snapping turtles? Some Uh-oh. of them.
2: Some of them are boss turtles.
1: <laughs> Some of them are just regular map turtles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And what happens, Mikey? <laughs> well, they go to this lab. Right. Okay. And Isaac is like, oh, welcome
0: to my lab. Hey, He's turtles.
1: just plus. He's like, oh, shit. Hey, welcome, yeah. guys.
0: Nice turtles. He's like, I did this to punish you, Matthew, because you like saving things. And you can't stop this. It's everywhere. <laughs> Isaac's like, fuck you, brother. <laughs>
1: He just came out with it. Yeah. He just came out. He was like, I'm over it. It's yeah. time
2: to stop being nice.
1: And start getting real. Stop.
0: You killed my brother, Matthew. Prepare, Prepare to, to die. die. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then he just hits the ejection button in his big lab seat. What? Yeah, he sits on an Emperor Palpatine chair and okay. nice. shoots out of the lab. And, okay. And Matthew and Eddie are like, well, damn. <laughs> well, damn, dog. Huh? Yeah. But also, they notice in these cages where... A cat, a dog, and an older dog. Oh, jeez. But they're okay. They freed them. Oh, okay, that's good. good. Nice, yeah. nice.
2: Are they going to go home? We,
0: no, actually, they found a nice man to come adopt the dogs. Uh, oh. His name's Derek.
2: Oh, <gasps> oh yay, nice. Derek. That's so so sweet. he takes
0: the three dogs, nice. uh, the two dogs and the cat. He's got yeah. the cat in the crate. He's got the two dogs on leashes. And then he's walking down the street. Right. And then all of a sudden, that emperor palatine chair crushes him and kills the dogs in the cats. Oh my God, he killed all of them. (laughs) And Derek.
1: Oh my God. God.
0: They're all dead. Derek died doing what he loves, saving animals. He's an honorable dude. He just can't stop dying. (laughs) So Isaac's revenge plan has come to fruition, and Matthew and Eddie vow their own revenge. Oh, do they? And they go to chase him, yeah. Stay tuned next week
1: for another episode of The The Patrionicals. Patrionicals. So guys, this is our listener request week. So we're also going to do our monthly shout outs. Yeah. you-can-get-it levels, and these people can truly get it. They
2: truly can get it. So,
1: I mean, I can't believe how long some of these people had been at this level. Thank you guys so much. One of them is Ash.
2: Hey, Ash. Who
1: is wonderful, our San Franciscan friend out yes. there.
2: She has a love affair with breakfast sandwiches.
1: She does. Who doesn't? There's also MTV. Thank you so much, baby.
2: MTV. For being awesome. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: spelled with E-M. Karun. Thank you so much, Karun.
0: Ah, Karoon.
2: Oh, Karoon. Oh,
1: Karoon. There's also the lovely Kaylin Aaron.
2: Uh, yes. Oh, so sweet. So
1: sweet. And Veronica.
2: Hey, Veronica. Don't
0: say her name like that. She's married now. Oh, so oh she is, yeah. And yeah. Veronica.
2: Hey, Veronica. Yeah. It's a pleasure to say hello to you. Greetings. And salutations. Platonic <laughs> g- greetings to you.
1: That's how <laughs> I- And platonic greetings to all of our- Yes,
2: platonic greetings you to you. You can get you, it levels. You can platonically get it.
1: So, yeah, thank you guys so much for being at the- Yes, you can get a level. Get we really it. appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> this episode also brought to you by Chris. Chris.
2: We always do Chris last because it just warms our heart because he just wants yes. you to know that we see you, we love you. You're not alone. You are
1: not alone. <laughs>
2: yes, Chris. Chris indeed. is here with you,
1: though you're far away. Chris is here to stay yeah.
2: hey Chris thank you so much
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you very 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 yeah. much
2: and thank you to all of our awesome Patreon supporters we yeah. love you we do hey guys the theme music is it was really sad the theme music proposed to another theme music <gasps> oh no how'd it go <laughs> not very well <laughs> oh no she said no oh my on! Oh, my phone's calling my, phone's calling. Uh-uh. my
0: phone's calling. your phone's calling It's the theme music. He proposed to his girlfriend. Oh, good, good, good. She said no. Oh, no. We gotta
2: go pick him up. Yeah, the theme is about
0: to go pick him up.
1: (laughs) Oh, my
2: God, your name's Mikey. (laughs) <laughs> Welcome to the Horror Virgin, everybody. Hi, shit, I'm That Mikey. is
1: amazing. And I'm your Horror Virgin, Todd, and that means I don't like scary movies, but you guys make me watch them. And this week, you guys made me watch a movie that seemed more like just an instructional video on what never to do in any situation. <laughs> this movie is The, the Strangers. Strangers from 2008. Have you guys seen this movie before? I
0: did. I think I made out with someone during it because I don't remember a lot of it. And it was 12 years ago. So, Jen, have you seen this?
2: I did, yeah. I watched it. I think I rented it about a year or two after it came out. Oh yeah, you red boxed it. I did. I did. Yeah. yeah I went to the future and I red boxed it from the future and then went back in time. You had red
1: box for that long, right? I, I don't, don't know. So. So. Really? Yeah. Was
2: Blockbuster still around? Yeah. Yeah, I loved Blockbuster. So, did you guys
1: like this movie when you saw it originally? I thought I did. But now I don't know
2: okay. <laughs> I'm so confused well, Jan what about you? I Yeah I feel When I watched it today I had the same feeling As I felt when I watched it The first time There are things That I really like about it There are things I think That are really effective But it ultimately to me Feels like the same Couple of moves Over and over and over again Yeah For the whole movie yeah, oh, yeah.
0: I have heard that before <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mikey, you need to change it up in the bedroom. Uh, <laughs> like the bluebell ice cream left out all day. I am vanilla. Oh my god, <laughs> Mikey, you gotta spice it up, man. Get a swing, put some chocolate frosting on it. Get a, get some handcuffs. And have some fun. <laughs> do no! I was really surprised because everyone online had been amping me up, saying this was one of the scariest movies I'd ever seen, and I found it largely funny. It was not scary at all to me because of how poorly it was executed.
2: Yeah and I think like watching movies with you guys I've noticed like if there are like logical inconsistencies Oh yeah or, I, like, break, I can't it's, yeah. it's not
1: scary because I'm like oh this is not real none of this really is could ever happen this way Right So it's not scary And
2: that kind of stuff doesn't really bother me that much yeah. I think I'm kind of just maybe more willing to let go of some of that just to kind of go with the movie I am you know?
1: very good at suspending disbelief but if it's this bad I mean there's when he ties we'll get there but when he ties his tie around her hand literally the next scene he's wearing it and then he's not wearing it again
2: and at the very end, when she's holding her hands, it's not tied around her hand anymore, right. is it? No, oh, I didn't notice and
1: that. And then the, the scene where he runs through the, the backyard with the shotgun, uh-huh. there's no big fucking trench there. And then three minutes later, when she runs across it, there's a huge fucking trench there. Yeah, like was- this movie is not scary because it's done so poorly.
2: And see, what I do really like about it when I can kind of chunk it in little pieces and look at the really kind of effective, scary parts of it, that's what really like scares me. But to look at it as a whole. I think it just feels so repetitive at a certain point. Oh, yeah, I, I mentioned
1: that during the movie, actually. Right. That it, it really was just one sound walked to it scarily, another sound walked to it scarily. Yeah,
2: but there are things that really have, like, that disturbed me. Oh, there were me. moments yeah. that made me jump. Right, uh, right. But they, they
1: were just the jump scares, but nothing was overtly scary in this movie to me.
2: Yeah, so I think when I look at it as a whole, it's not as effective as I really want it to be, and I think this movie works for me more, like, in theory and in my memory than it does when i actually watch it but we'll go through it this movie
1: has the feel of a 48 hour film festival to me because it feels either super rushed or like it was like the director's first movie ever like and i think it
2: was his and, first movie and not
1: not in the sense of like his first time he was hired to direct. Or like first for Like his studio. dad just bought him a camera <laughs> and he was like, ooh,
0: let's make a movie. Like it's that level of inconsistency. It's I so bad. I agree with a lot of your points. I think, I mean, it's, it's a good movie to rant with if you're going to make out with somebody. But once you <laughs> well, once you start paying attention to it with like three people with a critical lens it kind of falls apart a little bit i think this movie would have been very scary to me if it had been executed by a competent director
2: so the story and the like continuity is what you're having pro is what you're saying you're having yeah with, right? i
0: don't know i think i think it's pretty bland story in general like the things they do don't make sense Not That's just what the I'm continuity. Saying. yeah like you would have to change the story
1: some because literally everyone chooses the dumbest thing to do in every situation
0: i like the horror movies we watch as a group and you talk and you're like i would do this and then they do it and something scary happens because i feel like that's more realistic horror
1: yeah that's what i'm saying this is not realistic at all Mm -hmm. it's so not realistic that it's laughable to me so i just started to snicker
0: yeah you checked out about halfway through oh yeah or and i think there's supposed to be like a comment on their relationship because it starts in a rocky place and then it ends in a good place but there's not a lot of journey with them two. like mm-hmm. the guy kind of just continues to be a dick and she has the ring stuck on her. And at the end, she's like, I love you, but there's not really, he I know I laughed he, when she said, I love you. He doesn't, doesn't really redeem me. himself no, at all. In no, the movie. he's a dick the whole movie.
2: Yeah. And we'll get to the part where like they had a chance to get away. But, um, one of the things I do like about this is I feel like it's, it's a very basic story. And I it's like, hollow in a way that i think works for a lot of people because like you could say the same thing about halloween like it's just a very simple story so you can project a lot into it and i could probably do that here but i just think it's almost too hollow like there's not enough substance for me and as much as i love looking at like the mood and the atmosphere i think that is really effective it just feels like the creepy thing, one creepy thing after another.
1: The killers in this movie are ghosts, or they don't exist, or they can disapparate. There's no other explanation to make it fit. So th- they're being attacked by wizards. <laughs>
2: they do disappear quite When fast. she When
1: she fucking touches his the back uh-huh, of his head, and then, immediately and then he gone. turns around immediately and she's gone... I yeah. laughed. Like, that's that to me is comedy. But I, f- I feel like we should just get into the movie, because a lot of our complaints with it, I think, will hit as we go through it.
2: So we start with, what you're about to see is inspired by true events. I
1: hate, <laughs> I hate, <laughs> hate when scary movies do this.
2: This was a little... Um, because
0: there's no way that that's true.
2: Well... Well, it is. It is yeah, it is. I
0: think I know the, st- the story that this is based off of. And it's a really scary story. Do you have a fun fact about that, Jen? I do. Yeah. Okay, so can we talk about
1: that yeah, later? Yeah, we'll talk okay. about it then. Yeah, yeah. So let's, put, let's couch that until later. But,
2: but Okay, but the fun fact that I do know about this, the director does not claim that was his inspiration. Oh, okay. So I think this was- Wait, this-
1: what? So the true story that this is somewhat like, the director's like, yeah, but it's not based on that true story. <laughs> it's based on a time when I was home alone and someone knocked on the door and I answered it and I felt creeped out.
2: This I mean, is- I got fun facts about that.
1: Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, is that it?
2: <laughs> kind of. What? What? I mean, do you want me to tell it now, or do you want me to say Let's just, just, I, that? Just, I okay. it? Let's just okay. I hear so, it now. So, fun facts early, because there are three stories that this would claim to have been inspired by, and I'm not sure. Okay, the first what one. What did the director
1: say it was inspired by? The
2: director has said that it was inspired by something that happened when he was a child. Oh, and okay. He, yeah, his parents were out for the night, and he was staying with his older sister. Late at night, somebody knocked on the door, and his sister answered, and they asked for somebody who doesn't live there, like a random name. And they said, um, no, she's not here. And so the person left. And later on, they found out that that person was going and knocking on doors. And if if nobody answered the door, they broke into the house and robbed it. So that was the inspiration for this. And he just added a murderous element. Like, if you are home, (laughs) the people will kill you.
1: And the, and that qualified for inspired by true events.
2: The story that's really similar to this is the Keddie Cabin murder. Yeah, Keddie Cabin. Yeah, yeah, which was an unsolved crime in 1981, and it happened in rural California. And it's actually only a quadruple murder.
1: Got to get those numbers up, Mikey. Or, yeah. Those are rookie <laughs> numbers.
2: But there were seven people in the house, <laughs> and there insane. were some kids in the house that weren't touched because they were hiding, I think. But one of the girls was kidnapped and they found her body a couple of months later. It's a really sad story and it's an unsolved murder. If
0: you read that Wikipedia, that whole situation is way scarier than this situation. Let's just get into the movie.
2: Okay, so we're starting with um, some facts about unsolved crimes and according to the FBI, there are an estimated 4 million violent crimes every year and then they're talking about Kristen and Jim. So it's Scott Speedman and Liv Tyler Yeah, and they're talking about what happened to them they were victims of such a violent crime and what happened to them in the house is still unknown. I do like that is I like the idea that This is what might have happened, but we don't know because everybody who could have told you what happened is dead. Well, no. Except she's not because she's alive. Again,
1: another inconsistency that's really stupid. And that isn't what happened either because what happened is someone knocked on the director's door when he was seven and it freaked him out. Yeah. That's the end of that story.
2: The voiceover (laughs) tells us that they came home to a vacation home after leaving a wedding. And so we see them at a stoplight in a car and they're both crying. And it's, well, she's crying. Yeah. And it's just really awkward.
0: Been there. Yeah.
2: They didn't have too much fun at this wedding. And I think it's his, like, father's it hunting It is his dad's cabin. house. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: like, hunting cabin I makes think sense. so. Like, Except it's on a residential old. street. So it's probably summer not a cabin. Home. It's a summer home. Yeah, summer yeah. home is what they say. Yeah. Yes.
2: But when you go outside, like, I do think they make a good point of showing there's nobody around. Like, we might see some other houses, but there's we don't see anybody else around except for those two Mormon kids.
1: Well, they're not Mormon kids, but those kids that were... Um oh, they're not not Mormon kids. They're well, not... Well,
2: from a Mormon kid. You yeah, go, I, I was a
1: Mormon kid. Those kids would have been at least 19 if they were missionaries. Yeah, they weren't on missions. So safe? the director is, man, he failed so hard in this movie. But those kids were on bikes. And when you see them at the end biking towards the house, Mm -hmm. there's a shitload of houses on that street. Right. So they are close to other homes. Mm -hmm. And if you heard a gun go off, like if you heard a rifle go off twice in your residential area, you would call the cops.
2: But the point is that nobody regularly lives at this house. Like sure. This is yeah. and this is not their house. They're kind of a little unfamiliar with it, but they get in, and she's smoking, and she kind of hesitates to go in, and it's just very awkward. And then once they do get inside, there's like rose petals everywhere, and yes. he set this very nice fancy oh table, my God. and uh, like rose petals on the bed, and like in the bathtub. It's and- like
1: every guy's nightmare when they're like about to ask their girlfriend to marry them yeah. is that talk, she would let's say talk no. About, <laughs> let, wait, wait,
0: wait, let's talk about this now. Yeah. One, you never ask someone to marry you at someone else's wedding. He
1: did wait until after the wedding. Like, he waited until they went to the they car, the right? Park right? Park yeah. They went yeah. To but the even lot.
0: then- why i, I mean, mean it seems the like hair. they've only been dating for like three days so like he asked her in the parking lot of the church or the reception it's probably just a reception hall yeah right yeah when he had petals and candles at home at home, That's well, true. home.
2: but we don't ever actually see him propose because they're in the parking lot and um <laughs> and he's like i want to ask you something and then he gets a ring out and she slow motion has this look down of horror and we supposed that maybe she checked out his junk and realized it was not to her liking. We that's what did she not suppose <laughs> that.
0: Mikey and I knew what was going on. She looked on. at that ring and was like, oh no. Oh, no. This was the scariest part of the movie.
2: <laughs> it was. <laughs> well, and so we find out she said no. Although we don't ever actually see it. And the only information we really get about that is she's not ready. And Yeah, I'm,
0: that's what she says later. She says, right. I'm just not ready. They have a very mm-hmm. unhealthy communication style.
2: Well, because he's an ass. Like,
1: I
0: don't like the guy at all. Yeah, no. I don't like, I don't either. Because they're like, they go home they go inside she's crying he's like really upset like banging stuff or whatever yeah i
2: don't think he's really that upset um, he's still being he's, kind i don't
0: know if he was banging stuff and he did help her unzip her dress yeah, and yeah, then yeah. help her with her necklace just ask her why she won't marry you and then you guys don't have to have this big awkward i feel like eventually they did have that conversation they had no she conversation said, they had three sentences well where he no was...
2: what we see is her looking down at the ring and then we cut to them driving home so right. in my head that's when they had the conversation and that's why they're not she talking says, about it She says, I'm not
0: ready in the cabin.
2: Yeah, but surely she answered his question when he proposed to I her. I mean, she cool. definitely said no. Didn't <laughs> she just... said no and nothing else. Right. Well, and that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think she just, I think they've already had the conversation and that's why we're not seeing
0: Well, her. I don't think she would be crying if she's like, no, I'm not ready. Let's postpone. She still
2: would. Yeah, if he's being weird and upset. I mean, he was. I, I mean, mean he he's, he's
0: being an ass, which I honestly do
1: believe he could have been an ass in that thing we cut away from, because he's sort of an ass the rest of the
0: movie. Any we know it. Lies to her.
2: What does he lie to? Oh, he lied to her about not, like, knowing how to load a gun, but I mean- Yeah, yeah, I thought you hunted
0: with your dad. I just said that I, like, lied to you about that. Like, if you're lying about stuff you don't need to lie about, what else are you lying about? That is true, but also, like- Why lie about it? I don't
1: know. Like, if I asked a girl to marry me and she said, no, not now, I'm not ready for that right now, my next question would be, like- Are we breaking up? Are we breaking up? Yeah. If no- Okay, cool. We can table this for yeah, we can table this for six months.
2: Is this something you see in your future? Yeah, Yeah, that's a discussion. So
1: that's a conversation. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, honestly,
0: this is a discussion that needed to be happening before you pull out a ring. Oh, yeah, you don't True. pull it out until you have the yeah, discussion. But like, this is a DTR. This is like a like an advanced level DTR. Well, yeah. and
2: it could be that if the killers hadn't shown up, maybe they would have had that conversation later on the night. Those they just killers
0: just ruin everything, man. I know, man.
2: Just ruin everything. I, man. Know, man. I, ruin I everything. think she
0: hired them to kill him.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: she does, she does do <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Liv Tyler <laughs> didn't know how to break up with them. It's called so the elevated she had ghosting. <laughs> she texted them from her phone. And then she threw it in the fire. Oh. Uh, Yes. This honestly makes sense to me. Do you and like
2: it now better? Honestly, and, uh, I love it because it makes no,
0: sense to me. I've got more. I've got more.
2: <laughs> he goes to the store
0: that she sent him on an errand on. Yes. Yeah. So they prepared the and property. she had cigarettes later. Yes. <laughs> she didn't run out of cigarettes. Oh, my God. She's in on it, guys.
1: Yeah. I love this movie all of a sudden. <laughs> right? Oh, my your God. favorite movie? This is the best. <laughs> I mean, she sent
0: him out to get cigarettes. Yeah. They prepared the property on the Yeah. All she had to do was act scared the whole time. Yeah. Oh. Gaslight him mm. into getting murdered.
2: I love this. Oh, you know what we forgot to talk about, though? is The, the beginning <laughs> When we're seeing the two not Mormon kids, because they're walking into this open oh, house. Oh, shit, yeah, we forgot the yeah. flashback.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we
2: hear a 911 call, and we're hearing that they found people, and there's blood everywhere. Yes. And now we cut back to what we've already talked about. We just couldn't wait to talk about this relationship so we skipped
1: ahead. I feel like we've talked about that d- relationship have. dynamic. Yeah, and that one hundred percent, Liv Tyler set all this up to
0: kill her boyfriend. Absolutely, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's gotta be. Sometimes <laughs> it's just easier than hard conversations. You oh know?
1: man, no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Listen, having dated two separate women who decided to cheat on me rather than have a hard conversation, just have the hard conversation. She didn't yeah. cheat on it's him. It's much better. I guess that's fair. <laughs> she just had him murdered.
2: That's true. <laughs> so as they're being sad and she's taking a sad bath, he is calling his friend Mike. Yes, and saying, "Hey, it, didn't go, it well. didn't go well. Can you come pick me up? Come get me the I, know, morning. Your I know you're drunk. Yeah, yeah." And imagining that Mike's going to be there in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So while she's taking a sad bath, he sits down and eats some sad ice cream. At their happy romantic, he gets dinner. bluebell,
0: delicious-looking bluebell. Well, he just had blue balls, so right. now he's got some <laughs> bluebell. The only thing, yeah. Oh, and he puts on a creepy record.
2: Yes, yeah, the creepiest records in this. It's like old-timey creepy country music. I
1: honestly thought this whole movie took place in the seventies until they pulled out their cell phones. Yeah, and that's the only thing that puts it in modern-ish times.
2: And so the reason for that is because of this story that, like, when he was a child, the story of the person that. Oh knocks, yeah, when
1: someone knocked on his door once when, when he, was he was a kid. In the
2: 70s. Yeah, uh, and so he like decorated the house. He wanted the house to be decorated in the style of the 70s, but it's not in the 70s. And I uh, I think I would like the movie better if the cell phone element wasn't there because then that would be a much easier reason yeah. for them not to have called the police. Yeah, because
1: Mike's cell phone was on the floor for half of the movie and no one thinks to use it.
2: Right. And the only <laughs> thing in this movie that it has even anything to do with present day is the cell phones. So, she sits down to talk and they're having kind of like awkward talk he and Eating
0: ice cream With red wine Well and they sad. open their
2: champagne And yeah. they're both Kind of drinking it Like they just don't care Because they're not Pouring it in glasses And he's trying to give her The ring And like yeah. you no, know, You can't give her the ring She can't no, take it No what he's it. trying to
1: do Is guilt her Into marrying him Yes Because he's not a good dude
2: I can't take it back I can't return it Yes you can And she can't There's no way She could take that ring Honestly
1: even if you Can't return it You could pawn it You can, Exactly
2: She wants to talk A little bit more But he doesn't And I do get the feeling That she does want to continue the relationship. Me too. Yeah. And she wants
0: to have a conversation about it.
2: And I think he's just kind of butthurt about he it, He's super sad, I can yeah. understand well, anyway. says, I'm
0: really embarrassed.
2: Yeah, And I understand. Especially is- since he set up all this lavish sex house. I would know? honestly
0: be embarrassed, too. I mean, I would be upset.
2: But so now they start dancing and they're kissing and they're starting to kind of hook up. So as they're kind of kissing and about to get down, somebody knocks on the door. And it's these big, like, double wooden doors with no people that I actually really like. I think that's cool imagery. So he goes open and he opens the door, which you should never do. There's a blonde girl and we don't see her face. And that is one of the things I like about this movie is we never see any of their faces because the porch light is out. This is
0: why I never take a girl back to my place.
2: Because your porch lights are always out or no, because you don't want to see their faces?
0: I don't want them to ever know where I live. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <Ooh>. Um,
2: <laughs> Mikey
0: <laughs> is single, ladies. <laughs>
2: but so she asks, is Tamara home? Tamara's not home because she doesn't live She doesn't here. live there, yeah. Right, right. And so she just kind of stares at him for a second and that I do think is creepy too it is creepy and then she says I'll see you later and walks away which is creepy and then he screws the porch light in he actually turns
1: it the wrong way though yeah, he turns it left. You would uh, turn it I'm right. really good at the suspension of disbelief. You, actually,
0: you're the worst. <laughs>
2: Todd is great at suspension of disbelief for musicals. Yes. Because yeah. that's where you really need it. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, like, yeah, he got tuberculosis, but you can belt that song. Hell yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Who gets tuberculosis
0: in a musical?
1: It's Tombstone, the musical, Mikey. A lot oh, more Oh, I people. would go. I would <laughs> so go. <laughs> I'll
0: there be yeah. Uncle Barry. <laughs> Aw. We
1: got the
2: first 30 scores I of it. I
1: love it. I love it. You Someone know, call Val Kilmer. <laughs>
2: (laughs) Um, so then we pan out and we see the trees and it's like real flat land, but there are just like very developed trees. There's like four trees. trees. Right, right. It's like four tall trees. It's creepy because it's like the impression of the woods, but you can still see enough to like see people off in the distance. I think the atmosphere of this house is really creepy. It's not the
1: woods. It's just like a front yard with four trees in it. Right. But I think
2: maybe it's adjacent to woods or something because there are a lot of mature trees. And so as we're kind of panning out and seeing these trees, we hear footsteps. Yes, But we don't see anything
1: Footsteps on pavement
2: Right and one of the things I really like about this movie Is the sound design For the first 45 minutes I like how we okay. keep hearing a lot of banging and we, I imagine seeing this in like in a studio and hearing it coming from lots of different directions. I think
0: you're on to something. I think this movie is pretty scary until he gets back from the store. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah. yeah. For
2: me, is I just am tired of it. By the time it gets to the end, there's so much banging going around, it's its just too much. Yeah. You know, and I've been hearing it for an hour.
1: Wiki, well, all I heard was <laughs> if there's been banging going on for over an hour, well, Jen's tired, tired of it. it.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, we've been to a show and I have a Listen, headache.
1: Listen, let's you know. just get
0: it done. What did you do, (laughs) snort meth? Let's get this over with.
1: (laughs) Does snorting meth make you last
2: longer?
0: (laughs) I gotta talk to my dealer. Does it? Yeah. I mean, I only know that from work, but like mm. it's methods that don't do math.
2: So they're back inside and they're still sad and she's out of cigarettes and so No, she's not. She she claims to, she be, claims out of to be out of cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. She's
1: not. She's setting up gym.
2: Although look, you don't want to run out of cigarettes. If you are a smoker and you see that last one, that's when you know you need to go get more. And I would argue last three, that's when you need to go get more.
1: Well, spoken like a former mm-hmm. smoker.
2: <sighs>
0: Honestly, if I was a guy and just proposed and she said no and we're not talking about it and then she's like, I'm out of cigarettes. I would be like, I'll see you later.
1: Yeah, you should get space. I mean, I'm not saying that she is asking for space because she's not. She's not. And she doesn't, she's not even really
2: asking. No one's communicating
0: anything, which is the problem.
2: But that's what he says. It is. Because she's like, no, you don't have to. I'm just saying it. And And he's he's like, like, I just want to go for a drive I need to get a drive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And they just need to be apart for a little bit. I think so, too. Yeah.
0: I don't think I would spend the night with her that night.
2: I would not either. Well, and I don't think if they had another option. And I mean, you say hotels exist, but I mean, he's trying to get. He called Mike to pick him up. Yeah. That's what I keep saying. (laughs) He's put that into motion. And if he doesn't have to pay for a hotel, it's just waiting a couple of hours, then I would do that. That's easier and cheaper. But that's something
0: they should have talked about at the reception parking lot. I mean, like, you take the car. Yeah. (laughs) Go to my dad's summer home. Yeah. I'll stay with Mike. There's an open bar here. Absolutely. I'm getting obliterated. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. There are plenty of
1: their bridesmaids here.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah.
2: I'll take the one in the green dress, please. Mikey,
1: have you ever been single at a wedding? Yeah. It's fun. Yes, it is. Yeah.
0: Every time I go single to a wedding, I fun stuff happens. Same. Wedding Crashers is like pretty much truth. It's pretty <laughs> much a documentary.
1: I hope to never be single again but if I am we're going to weddings. <laughs> but going to weddings with a date is also really fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Absolutely. And end the same way normally. <laughs> In sadness. <laughs> in a DTR conversation. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, so before he goes to get her cigarettes, he lights a fire in the fireplace. Yes. Yes. And sits right in front of it, just begging for his back to catch on fire. Yeah.
1: Take it from a guy who wears a lot of layers.
0: (laughs) He would be sweating a lot.
2: And so he goes outside and he sad drinks his bottle of champagne and then just tosses it into the (laughs) yard. I like Todd's
0: like, I'm just going to get really drunk before I drive to go get cigarettes. That's what he
2: did. He got
0: shit faced and then drove.
2: And so she sits right next to the fireplace and she's like pulling her hair back and kind of living free because she's being alone in the house. But so she puts the ring on her finger and uh-oh, Todd called it. Like, of it course. Stuck. Yeah. Of course it gets stuck. So he comes back later and she just holds it up in front of the door and she says, surprise, I said yes because I can't get it off. That didn't happen. No, it didn't. But that's she what does, she's going to have to do. She
1: does show it to him many times she when does. they're running about the place right. and they never talk about it. No. Because they don't talk about it. I know, but she needs to have the conversation of I didn't change my mind mind this just got stuck on my finger Uh we're still not getting married he dies thinking they're engaged right not knowing that she hired people to murder him well she (laughs) wanted him to die happy yeah that's her send-off to him could have
2: either murdered him or made him go like sad go get a pan of crisco to get it off her finger that's fair which one's worse murder
0: was the only one yeah she's like aren't you happy (laughs) by and then the family won't ask for the ring back
2: oh it's a win-win
1: yeah he doesn't have to worry about being ashamed that he asked a girl to marry him and said no and then she gets to keep the ring so
2: she wanders around and plays some notes on the piano so it's a little bit of note shadowing yes
1: she actually just plays a scale down but yeah yes like she's about to scale down by killing her husband potential fiance. Oh right, yeah.
2: Maybe fiance, because if you put the ring on, you are automatically engaged, is that and that true? contract is binding. Oh. Yes,
1: she had to kill him. Then is what you are saying? She did because she couldn't get the ring off, Mikey. Uh huh. Well, that makes sense. I like how we are no longer wondering if she if she was involved in <laughs> it's killing canon him. Now it is one hundred percent she was involved. I mean, it makes the movie better. It honestly is the only way it's watchable.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I'd agree with that, but I do think it makes it more fun to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so she's drinking Corona. And she's Oh, kind my of, God.
1: Does she have it? No. <sighs> Guys, you're allowed to eat Chinese food and drink Coronas.
2: Yes, and so she's wandering in the house, and she's seeing, like, the height markings on the door. And then she hears a knock on the door again. Yes. But so she walks up, and she says, hello? Which, yeah, because
1: someone's knocking on the door. Yeah,
2: no, okay, if somebody rings your doorbell or knocks on your door, and you can't see who it is, and it's not an evil person, never acknowledge it. No, no, I would
0: just call the police.
2: But so she asks if Tamara is home again, and she's saying, you already said that. You already asked me, and the girl is saying, are you sure? And we never who this person is? We just hear the voice, from but the it other sounds
1: side. like the same girl from before when Jim opened the door right. for her. Yeah, but so
2: she locks the door and she is starting to get visibly more creeped out. And then she notices that smoke is filling the house. She goes over and she tries to open the flue to the yeah, fireplace because the flue
1: is now closed, it but it wasn't closed. closed before.
2: Right, right. So, so when we're thinking about this, like we know somebody is in the house at this point yes. or has been in. Well, yeah.
1: and then they show themselves pretty quickly. Like, yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And so we hear another knock at the door and then loud banging and then she goes over and she realizes that her phone is dead yeah but she plugs it in but she does we'll see later that she had a landline that she could have called the police yeah with.
0: always keep your cell phone charged always well yeah who and are these people that let their cell phones die
2: i do like that they weren't like searching around to get bars because that's something that bugs me in movies around yeah, all time. those
0: cliches i like it when yeah. the cops just come and they get murdered because then you're like
2: i
1: am so screwed <laughs> like in hush yeah like that makes sense
0: because the cops would come
1: yes, yes. yeah
2: Well, and so that's one of the things that horror has struggled with with the invention of cell phones is how to make it believable, but that the person could not just call the police. And I think there are some movies that do it very well, like the cops do show up and get killed. And I don't think this movie does it well. Mm -hmm. I don't think this movie answers the question of why they couldn't call the police well. I suppose that is one of the biggest things that took you guys out of this movie is that why didn't they just call the police? Yeah. And if they had answered that question effectively, I think the movie is a lot more believable. I think so too. Because I think you can excuse some of the other things. So she plugs her phone in but does not call the police. But she's visibly scared at this point. But she does call James.
0: She immediately runs to the house phone. Here's another thing that makes sense. She plugs in her phone to be charged in the living room, but goes to the bedroom, shuts the bedroom door to call on the landline. There. I would have closed up shop, barricaded the bedroom. Yeah. And charged called my phone the cops. Called the cops. And then James. Yeah. We're like, be careful right. coming home because- There's people making noise outside trying to break in. There's definitely more than one. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: And I can't remember if this is actually what she says. Does she? But she asks. No, she
0: says the girl's back.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's freaking
0: me out. She's like, won't go away.
2: And so I could see if I were James, too, I could see excusing that as this is not necessary to call the police until the phone gets cut and she just hangs up, you know, because they hadn't said goodbye. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because at this point, James could still call the police.
0: And should have called the police. Yeah, because if your girlfriend's like, someone's outside, it's really freaking me out. And then the, the phone line's cut. You call her back. There's no answer and it says, this line's been disconnected or whatever, Right. you obviously call the police. Yeah, absolutely. Is oh, up. my yeah, God, or I just at least, realized that. Yeah, at that's what bothered me caution. so
1: much about this movie. Well, he doesn't Everyone care. does the opposite of what anyone would actually well, this do. This is why she murdered him, because he didn't care that she was getting murdered. 100% Liv Tyler is responsible for killing her boyfriend in this movie. So
2: she's smoking, and then <laughs> she's wandering around, and she's kind of just looking around the house. And this is when we see the man in the mask just kind of walk into the doorway and stand.
1: Leonardo DiCaprio. That's the iron mask. Oh, the oh. iron
2: mask. This is the sack mask. I'm starting with a man in the sack mask. Ooh, ooh. I'm asking him to get out of my house. Out of house. He looks like
1: Oogie Boogie. He does sort of look like Oogie Boogie. Yeah. You're right. Okay,
2: so Oogie Boogie is standing. Oh, God. We can't <laughs> call him Oogie Boogie. He breathes like Oogie him- Boogie, too. He does, he yeah. Does. So we'll call him the man in the mask because that's what he's mm-hmm. no, I think that's what he's billed as, and it's this really creepy sack mask.
1: You mean Liv Tyler's actual boyfriend? Who's her, her actual boyfriend? The guy in the mask.
0: Oh, oh yeah. yeah, because uh, of the yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now
2: I don't think they had actually taken the relationship the next step yet. He had to prove his love to her by that's murdering what it is. Yeah. I man.
0: would murder someone for Liv Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But I no. do
2: really like his mask because it's like it looks like the town the dreaded sundown mask. Um and it's got, like, kind of painted, a painted face, but eyes cut in and it's just a sack over his head. And he's it really like, is just
1: eyes cut and then a painted mouth. Yeah. It's yeah. creepy. It's creepy. And he's kind it of wearing creepy. a suit,
2: and I think that is really effective. I yeah, think he's really wearing creepy. a
1: suit because he came from the wedding.
2: Oh. He is a close family friend,
1: and Liv Tyler and him started hooking up. It's his brother. And they, oh! <laughs> he was taller! Oh my <laughs> God! Oh my God, we and figured he this out. And
2: where the axe was. Uh, I yeah. mean, one, oh uh, my, and he knows his way around the house. Oh,
1: my God. It's his dad's summer home, too. He dug that trench last week.
2: (laughs) Because he knows where the shovel is,
1: too. Oh, my God. This Honestly, if we had directed this movie, it would have been so much better.
2: (laughs) This is like the Todd and Mikey versus uh, The Strangers.
0: (laughs) It honestly would have been a good movie. Can you imagine if he figured that out throughout the movie? Like, So he's not a great dude, but but like, man. Oh, but then he's like, oh, my God, I treated her bad, but she's having an affair with my brother. Not an affair, but like Cheating on me with my brother,
1: and then like they're trying to kill me now. Yeah, would have been so good. And then he kills both of them, and he's the final guy. Yes,
2: we don't need a final guy. I love
1: this. Oh, you got Corey Feldman. That was one thing. (laughs) I do love that we now know definitively that Liv Tyler's character was having sex with Jim's brother and forced Jim's brother to kill Jim.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I love this. She manipulated it. She didn't force. She made him think it was his choice. Right. And we're, we're kidding. Like
1: No, no we're not. Nah, it would not be kidding. a much better <laughs> yeah. movie if this was true.
2: I mean none of it is true so whatever we want to be true can be true. Yeah the
1: only thing that is true is someone knocked on this guy's house when he was a kid and it creeped him out.
2: Anyways so <laughs> she's smoking and the man in the mask comes and stands right behind and I love that it's not a jump scare but it's really it's one of the yeah, creepiest it is, it moments. It is
1: creepy. He just smells her. It's like a hello. Right. And then she turns around and he's gone because well, he can disapparate.
2: But what I I like is that he stands there for quite a while yeah. and he doesn't jump out he just kind of walks in and he's inside the house yeah it's not looking through a well because he
1: has keys to the house because he's jim's he's older brother. brother and she definitely saw him when she turned around but she's not scared because right. that's right. what she expected to happen she's mm-hmm. into it yeah they use the mask outside of murder I'm sure they too. Do. yeah mm-hmm.
2: so she walks <laughs> over to the window and she's looking out and then she hears more knocking.
1: Yeah, it's the same thing over and over and over and over and over. Right. Yeah. And so
2: at this point, she gets a knife, and she walks over to the piano where the guy was standing, and he's not there anymore. No, he's disapparated. Right, exactly. But what she notices is that the smoke alarm is no longer on the floor. Right, it's, it's been in the chair. placed on the chair. Yeah. And she knows that she didn't do that.
1: And we also saw every moment that the masked man was in that front room, we saw he was just standing there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we know he didn't put the smoke detector on that mm-hmm. because we saw every moment he was in that room. Right. So who put it there? Her ride or die bitches.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So now she's hearing a lot of banging noises. We don't really know what it is, but it's not knocking anymore. It's escalated from that.
1: Yes, it definitely has escalated. And
2: so she goes over to sit by where her phone was, but she sees that her phone's not there anymore. And then she hears the wind chimes outside. Yeah, it it
1: sounds like they're just out there smacking it with their hand. Right, right. right.
2: And she also is hearing like moving patio furniture and just menacing noises from outside. And so she goes to the window, Really, really slowly. Yes. And this is one of the scenes where, if it didn't happen 20 times, is really effective, yeah, you know?
1: but it happens 90 times in this movie.
2: Right, it, Because, but this is, I think, the most effective. So I think so, too, because she pushes, opens
1: the thing, right?
2: And his face, yeah, the masked right face, is right that there. That was very scary, um, yeah. Yeah, and I just feel like the movie never really escalates past that until the very end, and that's why it frustrates me. Anyways, so she sees, his face is right there, and so she screams, and then the record player starts playing. Right, so well, a, then doesn't she
1: bump into it?
0: Yeah, I think she, she bumps she does, into it. Yeah. yeah, she bumps so into then, it. <laughs> they're playing the record that the demon played on uh, Conjuring.
2: Yeah, like don't ever play <laughs> these creepy sounds. I think it's insidious is the
0: song you Yeah. And this is after she talked to him on the phone, right? So she, yeah. she put, turned the record on to signal to them that he's on the way back.
1: No, she bumped into the record player. It started when she heard no, That's it. what she, she wants bumped you into to
0: think.
2: <laughs> she plays it uh, so they know happening. He's coming back. This is yeah. the Mikey cut of the yeah. movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but it's like skipping, and it's just playing the same. Well, because she like, bumped it. Yeah, right, it scratched. Exactly. Sure. But that's really unsettling. It is and very this is, unsettling. This sequence in the movie, I think, is the most effective and most scary. Because she is this, this it's like really loud noises. She notices that the front door opens a crack, and she goes and looks. And then there's a girl's mask. Yeah, that was, was also right a little there. scary, too. Yeah. yeah. And so then she runs into the... The bedroom and Well, she, she closes
1: and locks the door and then runs into the bedroom right all yeah.
2: right yeah and she's starting to hear banging coming from everywhere and she pulls i guess trying to turn the lamp off although why would you want to be in darkness they already know you're in the house because
1: they were outside her window and she thought by turning the lamp off that they would think that she wasn't in that room i guess
2: but like the lamp was already on it's not like she walked into the yeah. room and turned it on i know it's almost right. like also
0: it's a- she didn't turn it off she
1: destroyed it no she didn't destroy it you see her slam the lamp against the ground it does not break and then it immediately cuts to the ground where there is already broken glass and, then she and that's her when hand. she cuts her hand because which is not a way you can cut your hand to
0: look like she goes wounded oh
1: and they stab her at the end because yeah, but she needs yeah. more than that exactly
0: so, so exactly. she can get away with killing him
1: yeah and <laughs> she
0: definitely cut. got away with this yeah
2: yeah yeah and so then the music stops and she hears footsteps coming, and it's pretty menacing. But then it turns out it's Scott Speedman who's back from getting her cigarette. Yeah, it's the, the evil boyfriend. He's, he's like, uh, right.
0: what are you, like, freaking out about or whatever? Right. And yeah. this is
2: the one thing, like, we're talking about him being a bad guy. I don't think he's that bad of a guy. But this is the one thing that I don't like is that he doesn't believe her. So she says she saw a man in black wearing a mask. And so, of course, he's like, "Okay, well, I don't believe you, so I'm going to go look and put myself in extreme risk." And so he goes and looks out in the hall. and says, "See, there's nobody there. Like, why are you crazy? Yeah, stupid. I'm, exactly." And he's not saying it that bluntly, but, but he might as well be. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the one thing that really bugs me about Is this it's character.
0: not like no one knocked on the door earlier.
2: Exactly. Yeah, he and saw that. he was
0: there for that.
2: They, so they go and look in all the rooms, but he's not really turning the lights on, and it's pretty no because he's an idiot. Yeah, and we see her phone on the fire. Yes. I don't know if she ever sees it there they don't acknowledge no because she, she
1: always does. says that they took it they yeah. took it mm-hmm. which they did they it's did, not untrue yeah. and she just has not realized that they put it in the fire
2: right yeah yeah and so she's looking out the window and now we see the girl in the mask yeah who's staring like maybe 50 yards away just kind of staring at the house um and he sees it too so now he knows this threat is yep. real because it's the same girl i mean we assume with a mask on, like th- that's not a normal thing that would happen. No, like, absolutely that's not, not. Excusable by like she's just, just general looking.
1: behavior. Yeah, but, and, but this is when he decides. Oh, my phone's in my car. I gotta go, gotta yes. go get my phone. Why
2: didn't you bring your fucking phone? I mean, in? at
1: least they at least attempted to explain why he didn't call someone immediately. Right,
2: that's true. I mean,
1: it was a bad attempt, and they should have done that. I don't know. 30 minutes ago in the movie but whatever at least they tried that's the
2: momentary reason that he does yes Yes. and then
1: he's like i gotta go to my car
2: while he's looking at this girl before he says oh my phone's in my car i'm gonna go outside where that creepy girl is he's like oh should i go talk to her fuck no she's standing in the middle of a deserted road with a fucking mask on just staring at your house i think when
1: you said deserted road you meant subdivision but yeah Yeah.
2: but i mean still like i don't go outside after dark fuck that
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not now, now, now that we live in post-apocalyptic well, that's
2: America. that's
1: true, yeah. <laughs> Quarantine,
0: baby! Uh, <laughs>
2: all right, so he goes outside to get his phone.
0: So he forgets his phone after she calls upset saying someone's outside yeah. and the line's
1: cut. It's real stupid, Mikey. Yeah.
2: He goes outside and we see his car's all smashed up. Yeah,
1: which t- you would have heard happening.
2: Yeah, I guess if they had done it while the loud records were playing or something. But, I mean, he hasn't been back in the house that long. No,
1: he's the one that turned the loud records off. So he well, got the, there. The glass might be broken from his drunk driving. That could be true. That's true. In all fairness, Mikey. Mikey. <laughs> He might have done That damage himself <laughs> We don't know We the do The tires know he are to slashed drug. Yes. And that
0: could be done silently
1: That is 100% true
2: So as he's looking Through his car And trying to find His phone I guess A hand creeps Right up to his shoulder I hated this so much This was what I will agree with you On this one Because this one did bug me Yeah
1: this is the moment In the movie I was like Not scared anymore For the rest of it I was scared right. of some things And there was a jump scare Later in the movie That got me But from this moment on I was like Oh it's just like Make believe Like none of this Could ever happen Ever this way So right. it doesn't matter Because
2: we see a hand go right up and almost touches his shoulder. And he's deep shoulder. in his car. He is. He is yeah. like
1: all the way in the passenger seat and a hand is like reaching and touches him uh-huh. and then he immediately spins around and there's no one there.
2: Right. And I thought it was going to be Liv Tyler at first. Me because too. of how far he is and I was like oh that's how they'll explain without having to deal yes. with her being right and there. And that would have
1: been like a good directing choice. Right. But yeah. she
2: just disappears or he like we don't know who it is. It was and definitely a woman's there's hand. no <laughs> She could have ducked real quick so he couldn't see her but she would have still had to be hiding by the tires and she would have had to get away at some point and we just don't hear or see no, anybody he, running away from the car he
1: turns around and gets out immediately right so exactly. even if we heard someone running away He would see them running away and we would see them running away, or at
2: least here, especially since we've heard footsteps from like across the yard. I think we did
1: hear footsteps at that moment. We may have heard footsteps, but we would have seen it. And honestly, that would have been creepier to me if we saw a woman in a mask running away. Mm-hmm. So they just chose To show that they can Disapparate
2: Question yeah. mark It just it, There are quite a few times I laughed
1: large. I like chuckled to myself I was like <laughs> This is bad It's
2: like a ghost thing Yeah Like that I yeah, think I even said thought they were ghosts thing. I even yeah. said Oh
1: at this point They're ghosts I think a little bit later When something like this Happens again I was like okay Liv Tyler has to be Going crazy Yeah And she's actually Doing all of these she's things She's like the Tyler Dirt Yes yeah, yeah. Or mm-hmm. none of this makes sense But she isn't going crazy Right The only thing that makes sense that I didn't think of in the moment is that she is in on it and trying to kill her boyfriend okay. because she's sleeping with his brother. Like that's the only thing that makes sense at this point. It makes sense to me. But that even that doesn't explain how they can disapparate.
2: Right. And this isn't the only time that no, happens. No, it happens a lot. Yeah, this is just the most blatant. Yes. And this is one of the ones that I will give you because there are a lot of things that I think you guys have problems with that I don't, and this is one of the ones yeah, that I
1: agree with you it's aren't.
2: bad. Okay, then he sees her with a mask on standing in the road. He tells her to get the fuck out of there, and then we see another one running, like, past him, like, maybe 25 yards away. Yeah, like,
1: in a tree line.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that creeped me out a little bit. Yeah, that's
1: that's significantly creepy.
2: And now, at this point, because I think that's where he can no longer say that this isn't menacing.
1: And the other girl disappears. Yes. But... Not until Liv Tyler comes out and diverts his attention so that ah. she can get away. More proof yeah. that she is
2: helping them kill him. <laughs> yeah, because he does tell her to get back in the house. Yes. She's a delicate woman and can't handle hard stuff, apparently. And then looks back and she's gone. I, bet I like a
0: woman who can handle as hard stuff. stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was about to make that same joke. Hell yeah.
2: All right, So he walks down the road and he's looking around at the woods. And this part creeped me out just because I don't like being outside after dark.
1: Or at all. <laughs> You're is. wearing your indoorsy Indoorsy. sweater again It literally says indoorsy on it
2: I do like being outside But in very specific Times and places I like being outside When
1: I'm like In a movie theater Watching a movie
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay so he's standing Outside the front door And he kind of Leans in And it's like This jump scare But it's kind of A cheap one Because it's her And she's kind of pulling him in, and he's saying there's no one else around. And this is when I do think they establish that there's no neighbors around and that maybe these are all, like, hunting lodges that nobody actually lives in, you know. So he says there's no one else around. It's just them and us. And this is when he's bandaging his hand with his tie.
1: I think he's bandaging her Her hand with his tie.
2: Her hand with his tie, yeah, because apparently— she had cut her hand on the lamp, which I didn't notice earlier. Yeah,
0: but then he doesn't think it needs help until he believes her about what's happening.
2: Right, exactly. It's not, well, maybe the cut doesn't exist until they sit down, you know? <laughs> because it's gone later. Like, she doesn't have that tie wrapped around her hand anymore.
0: Well, because she's in on it.
2: I mean. <laughs> True. Maybe she is. And
1: in the next scene, he's wearing his tie again. There's all kind of really bad continuity errors in there, this movie. Like, yeah. it's not good.
2: I agree. Um. So he sees his phone. And he's like, oh, I guess it wasn't in the car. Well, he knows that it wasn't in the car, but the battery is gone. No, I
1: think he knows that they put it there. Right. Yeah, but the battery is gone, so he can't use it.
2: So he's saying, okay, we have to get out of here. And so they go to the busted car and they start backing up, but the tires are are like pretty. They slashed. are. You can yeah. still
1: drive on bald or broken tires enough to get to safety. Now, in this situation, you drive on rims. to didn't drive to get at to all. Safety. He didn't drive at all. No, he drove until someone smashed his trunk, and then he got out like he was going to switch information with them. Yeah, right. if
0: someone's trying to hurt me. I'm driving until that car blows up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, True. he
1: gets rear-ended, and he's like, "Oh, my trunk! I can't drive without my
2: trunk. Right.
1: I, I don't know you can drive with. Put it in."
0: the gas. I was just like, you gotta get the fuck out of here. You step on
1: it,
2: yeah. Now, okay, part of, like, when there are things like this that happen in movies, I think there's an element of, like, would you actually be able to hit somebody hard enough to kill them? But they're in a fucking car like they could easily drive away yes right. yeah. and they
1: should have driven away right their car is he has to turn his car off to get out of it
2: whereas I could see there's a point where she has a knife and I could see her being afraid to stab the girl S- or struggle because with that's that. a hard thing to do or that she's
0: in on it doesn't want to hurt them well
2: yeah but I mean when you're in a car and you could just drive away this is the point where it takes me out that they don't because they yeah. go back in the house yeah they're in a vehicle that could have gotten them away now because the truck smashes them but they don't Try to gun it and drive around, right?
0: They and just They easily drive could, forward. and the truck hits him not in the front. If the truck hit him in the front and stopped, I'd been like, "Oh, they can't get anywhere."
2: Now, what they should have done is they should have, instead of like destroying the car, they should have like made it so that they made it inoperable. Like they took the distributor cap or whatever that made it, or like cut the ignition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that there's yeah. nothing they could have done. But by presenting the fact that they could drive this car. It frustrates me that they didn't. Yeah, you know, and And they don't answer
0: why. Exactly, they just get out and go back into the house.
2: Run back in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Now is when they get the gun, right? This is
2: when they get the gun. But so he gets the rifle from the top shelf, and then they go to the bedroom and they open the window. Shotgun. Oh, sorry. Yeah, shotgun. So they go to the bedroom window, and they open it, and they see hello written all over the window, which yeah. is ominous. But then there's banging on the windows, and I didn't know if this was, like, them shooting with paintballs or, like, throwing things at the window. It was paintballs. Yeah. yeah I think it was paintballs. You think so? Like, somebody had a, a
0: paintball gun? I thought it was mud clots.
1: Yeah, it could have been paintballs or, I guess handfuls of feces <laughs> i don't know what a mud clot is i mean but... it
2: was the faux 70s so yeah. who knows you know it was a different time All right. but their
0: hands are always clean mm.
2: well, yeah, so paintball for 20 seconds <laughs> <laughs> because his father is kind of safe he doesn't store his gun loaded right he stores his bullets in a separate location although none of the neither of them are secured but so he has to go find the shells for the shotgun and he fi- finally finds them in the closet and this is when we find out he doesn't really know how to use this gun. I thought you went hunting with your dad.
0: Oh, I just said that.
2: Right. And this is one of the things that I do kind of like about this movie, because if I was trying to defend myself and found a shotgun, I'd have no fucking clue what to do with that shotgun. I'd
1: fucking figure it out. Well, that's <laughs> true. I would try yeah. to
2: figure it out. But he does figure it out. Um. So as they're looking for bullets, she puts bullets in his pocket. And I thought that was going to come back, but it never does. No, it
0: doesn't. Okay, so he figures the gun out, and they try to get through the front door.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah,
1: because the man in the mask is literally at. Yeah The front door, like he's the shining.
2: shining his way, he's, right. he's shining through and the this door. Was directly inspired by that. Which, well,
1: yeah,
0: no I mean, shit. Yeah. Uh, and exactly. then they push the piano against the door. So he fires a shot, and his brother's like, "Oh my god, he found the gun!
2: Yeah, he knows how to use it. He's become a <laughs> gun aware." Yes, the mask face man doesn't get got. No, no,
1: no, he disappears. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: And so they go in, and this I this think this is a
1: smart
0: plan.
2: I was just gonna say that this is one of their smarter plans. He takes the shotgun. And he go they just hunker down and they're like, We're just gonna wait the yeah, shit. because it looked out.
0: like the bedroom didn't really have right. windows or like it wouldn't it was only one access point. He right. had a right. shotgun.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's like, We'll just hold up here and if he comes, I'll just kill him.
2: So they're starting to hear footsteps walking through the hall. And this is a pretty tense scene too, just because of what we don't hear. And then the country music starts playing really loudly. And then we see Dennis pull up, and I love him, and I wish he was in this movie for longer. And so Dennis we're talking about is Dennis from um, It's Always Sunny. Yeah. It's Glenn Howerton, Dennis from It's Always Sunny, him of the Dennis system Yeah, fame. Mikey
0: pulls up. He's like, hey, I'm here early. I, yeah. I heard you upset, so I just wanted to help you out. I yeah, he right. pick you up. He show, He's a great friend. He shows up early to pick yeah. him up. Yeah. Right. Trying to get
1: him out of what could be a bad or awkward situation.
2: And because he has just called his friend, we know he has a functioning phone it in his hand right yes. then. Yeah. So he pulls up and somebody shoots through the windshield of his car. I thought
1: they threw a brick through it or something. something. Either way. Yes.
0: But he's like, huh. Huh.
2: I wonder what did that. Get out and investigate. And, so he, gets, side,
0: yeah, and then he gets out, looks at the other car, which is destroyed. Yeah. His and his the front car. door's open. Yeah. It's not just the other car. It's the Ford pickup truck, too. Yeah. Mm. And the front door's open. Yeah. So I would not
1: only open. Busted open yeah. with a big hole that someone shot a shotgun through. Right. So I would
0: say I would have got back in the car and ran away very fast.
2: Yeah, this and, is while the, calling the cops. The most Absolutely. egregious use of not calling the cops is yeah. this movie. Because why I mean, yes, I could see him being drunk and going in to investigate and just making that stupid decision. But you But he's call- not.
0: He doesn't sound drunk.
2: But he did, yeah. And you call the cops first. I could see him wanting to go investigate, but I do not believe that he wouldn't call the cops first if he cared about his friend. Because what's he gonna do? What's he going to do When he gets in there The number one thing he can He's going to get shot In the face Jim. Exactly But the number one thing He could do is call the cops And he doesn't
1: He also doesn't ever say Hey guys yeah, What's going hey, what's on? on Is everyone okay in here Right Right. No he silently think, Sneaks up to the room
2: And if you think There's a threat in the house I could understand Not wanting to alert them To your presence But he's not doing Anything else to hide himself He's no, just wandering no, no. around And it's Jim's brother thing.
1: Is right behind him With an axe
2: Okay but so he's walking around And he's seeing all this Fucked up shit that's happened He's seeing a gigantic Hole in the front door and a piano. Yep. Um, and he keeps walking. And I do think this is creepy because we see the man with the mask right behind him, and he's slowly creeping behind him, and he starts to raise his ax. And Glenn Howerton has stopped and he's like it's all happening very slowly, and it's very suspenseful. And then he takes a step, and he I think he's about to say hello. He is. I and think he then, starts
1: to say it, but gets shot in the face because he's stupid.
2: I mean, yeah, just so many choices he could have done differently. Yeah, so, literally yeah.
1: everything he did was the exact wrong thing to do.
2: And so what has happened is Jim has shot him yeah. through in the, the
1: in head. head yeah. But at least he dropped his phone so they could then call the cops
0: immediately. Exactly. No, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Wait. He's in on it.
2: It was a suicide mission?
0: No. He had a squib on his head? Yeah. She's the one who gave him all the shotgun shells.
2: Mm. <gasps>
0: he's got blanks? Yeah. <gasps> he's shooting blanks? Ooh. Now, yeah.
2: look, we thought she was dead, and she's not. So maybe exactly. he's faking his death the whole time, mm-hmm. too. I mean, could he be. He is, clearly. <laughs> Listeners, that's the Mikey guy. It's the
0: dentist system.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it is the dentist system. <laughs> well, that's why they weren't afraid of the gun.
0: And that's why he didn't get shot. That's why the the masked man didn't get hurt when he shot through the door. Yeah. And that hole was made by the axe, not the shotgun. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Because we don't. Yeah never it. see we the don't... shotgun. Exactly. You know? and he's
2: not that good of a shot. No. He goes to see, because he's like, why was he wearing a mask? Why wasn't he? Like, he knows something's up, and he goes to, like, creep out, and he sees that it's Dennis. Yeah, and
1: he, well, Michael, in the movie. the movie, My, yeah, But yeah, yeah, he starts crying over. He sees that
2: it's his friend. Right. But she wants to go look, and as she's going to look, he, likes attacks her, and, like, knocks her down. Pins it her says, down. Don't look your delicate eyes! Yeah, your fancy woman eyes can never come back from seeing the atrocities. It drove me crazy that he did this.
0: And he'll her down hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah it Almost is
2: like they were
1: role-playing. Honestly, she could have just said the safe word and he would have let her up.
2: Well, that's true. But this is when we noticed that, one, she's not wearing the tie on her hand anymore. Right. And that she is still wearing that ring.
1: This is where she shows him that she's wearing the ring he bought her. Yeah, she has
2: finger-signed yeah. the verbal contract. Exactly. The ring contract. And now
1: he has to die.
2: Yeah, so they have entered into a fellowship of the ring. Oh,
1: <sighs> my God. Wow.
2: <laughs> she can't get out of it. by
1: Dodo Baggins.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But I like this because it's really sad. And I do. (laughs) Because he just killed his friend.
1: And you like this. You started the sentence with, I like this. I
2: felt for them at this point. Because we see a couple of minutes of them just reacting. And this is just such a terrible thing that's happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I can imagine feeling really guilty about that because it was his best friend and he knows one, he shot him.
0: He invited him over. I probably would have thought, oh my god he was pranking me. (laughs) It's like Aston Kutcher. Yeah, Yeah, I shot him that he was the one doing it. When punked goes too far. (laughs) Right, because they were both wearing suits.
2: From the wedding? I mean Uh even,
1: yeah, even his asthmatic older brother's walking around in a suit. Yeah, that's true. So what bothers me next is when he tells her to stay in the house I'm going to go to the barn and call someone from the CB radio and then you see him run across. Across the backyard.
2: Fine, on flat surface. Yeah. Well, he creeps and he sits down next to a tree.
1: Sure, but at any point, do you see him jump over a big fucking trench? I would have left her the gun. No. I would not have left her the gun. I would have brought her with me, yeah, but I would, I would not have left anyone without a weapon or some sort like, of protection. I have like,
0: we're going to the shotgun, and we're just going to walk down the street where there's streetlights. Yeah, and I have and a there gun, are streetlights. And they don't have guns. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. And
2: this is a little bit of Monday morning quarterbacking. Like, But I think that because there have been so many times where they should have called the police, I can't excuse this one anymore. No, you know? I can't like, yeah. uh, Why? And his plan is to go to find an old CB radio in when a When there's a working
1: cell phone... Next to his dead friend that right. he killed. yeah.
2: never acknowledge that, nope. where the phone That's went. a
0: big risk for a CB that hasn't worked in, like, 20 years.
2: Exactly. All right, so he's hiding behind a tree, and he sees the pinup girl, and her mask looks like a pinup girl, which is why I'm calling her that.
0: Right. But- I mean, she's not bad looking. She's we never cute. see her face. I mean, but her face. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but so she's off in the distance, and as he's- With a flashlight. L- yes, and as he's looking at her, we see the man in the mask come running up to him, and I guess- we're led to believe he like kicks him or something, but it cuts. No, you away hear from the him.
1: shotgun go off.
2: Oh, that he tried to shoot. Yeah, him? and I do
1: think he would have killed him if he wasn't shooting blanks. Mm. Because he had the shotgun and he had the guy dead to rights. So the guy was running at him. Right. And a shotgun, you can have sort of bad aim and still hit somebody. Well,
2: he just killed his friend so quickly that he didn't even realize who He headshot at his friend. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, his friend Squib went off and he's pretending <laughs> to be dead, but yeah.
2: So she goes outside to try to find him, and this is one thing that pissed me off is she doesn't have shoes on. Like, why would you not put your fucking shoes on? He even mentions it to her at some yeah. point. Like, you know, it's likely that you're going to have to run outside at this point. You want your I fucking I think largely shoes it's on. because
1: she knows she's in no real danger.
2: Well, it could be. Yeah. So, now the man with the mask is inside the house and she, at this point, is outside right next to the sliding glass door. Yes. And so he's walking up to the door that she's sitting outside of and she hears his breathing and it's really loud and raspy. And that was an odd choice. Like, we never find out. Like It's like Darth Vader breathing. Breathing. Like, I'm not exactly sure why. More hay
0: fever than Darth Vader, yeah. but yeah. Well,
2: because you keep putting sacks on your head. Right. Like hay sacks. Come on. So, you know, figure it's, it out. You know, exactly. Yeah, it's mostly
0: just his signal to her that he's around.
2: So she knows that he's coming up to the door and she starts to run. And I thought that she had gotten hit in the back with something. Yeah. Because she just because what happens is ridiculous. out of the blue. Yeah. In falls the,
1: into a trench. In the six minutes it's been since Jim ran across the backyard, they've dug a three-foot or four-foot trench through the backyard.
2: And I was trying, really trying to kind of excuse this and say, well, maybe it's just like a ditch that you might have in your yard. But, like, you would see that coming. Yep. And this is not, like, a logical place to have a ditch in your yard. So I just don't no. understand. And I don't see it. Also, wasn't there four
1: minutes ago. What would have been cool is if it was a grave that they had been digging. And he was already dead in the other one. Oh, that would've been cool. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: They don't ever explain why she just falls. It's almost like it's just a way to get her to have an injury. It is so that she slows. Yeah, it's down. almost
0: like she's just wanting to get injured. So when the she's questioned they they believe her. Injured. Yeah.
2: yeah. Because she has we see that she has hurt her leg, but we don't ever see anything more than it just is hurting. Like it's not like in a lot of movies you'll see like a bone poking out or it's like she'll sure. like investigate it, you know. So we don't ever know exactly what this injury is. And every
1: other scene, she's limping after this.
2: Right. Now, there is one scene where she's not. Yeah. Because she's walked it off a little bit, and she forgot. So she crawls out, but her leg is all fucked up. And so now she's, like, crawling along. Um, So she's in the middle of the yard, and we're starting to hear lots of banging. And she's trying to crawl back to the door. And one of the girls is right behind her with a knife, and then she disappears.
1: And then she just goes away. Because right. literally, Liv Tyler rolls under her back, and now the girl's gone.
2: And why?
1: Because they can disapparate. I'm
2: trying to think, if this were my motivation as a killer, like, why would I... I how much do you want to fuck with this person, you know? Well, she,
1: did, she wasn't fucking with her. Liv Tyler didn't see her at all. She has no idea that she was there. Oh,
2: you're right. It yeah. is a it's... movie
1: where the killer knows... It's a movie.
2: It's almost like the killer is existing to show these images that are scary without there being substance behind it. Because I do think it's scary sometimes when you see that the killer is right behind her, but there's not enough substance to make it like a lasting scare. Like At least in
0: Hush, same kind of concept, but he was like... I want to see how freaked out I can make this.
2: Project. Right. And I think that Hush and we talked about this movie in the Hush episode, because mm-hmm. I think Hush just it escalates it enough and it gives enough believability that it works because yeah. they're very similar stories in a lot of ways. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But Hush is a much better film.
2: I think it just works better and the continuity. I think they've planned out these steps a lot better. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So now her genius plan is to go find the radio that I guess she knows how to use too. Cause everybody knows how to use CB radio. Yeah. It's the
1: seventies. Right? right. Yeah.
2: So except, that it's not when we need cell phones to be in the story. Right. Okay, so she goes into the radio and we see that Scott or Jim is not there. Um and so she's trying to use the radio and it's really staticky and she starts to cry and then she's hearing lots of footsteps. And lots of banging. And she hears somebody say hello at some point. But this is when all of the banging started to get overwhelming. <laughs> and she
1: drops the CB radio receiver and it falls over and then she backs away from it. Exactly. And then when it cuts back to her after showing nothing but you know where the sounds are coming from... It cuts back to her, and she's still very far away from the receiver. But now it's standing up,
2: right, and not
1: falling over.
2: Because mm-hmm. there's one point when the CB is working, and she says, "Hello, help me." Yeah. So she is alerting somebody. Well, and that's and, and that's, like,
0: come back, here, buddy. I'm gonna <laughs> break a break, it. break, 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 you, break it, one nine. You sound hot. Oh yeah. yeah. I'll help you, baby. I hope yeah. nobody hits
1: that CB with no an axe. <laughs> and that's what happens. That is what happens. Yeah. And then the person who hits it with an axe just lets her run out of the barn doesn't chase her doesn't right. do anything they exist just to hit the CB radio with an axe and they're like Ah, oh, I don't want to I'm just gonna hang out
2: right. and we cut to her just being in the middle of the yard
1: literally army crawling out of the barn
2: like it might be the same cut as when she was out there before it yeah. probably was yeah. and that was another thing that bugged me so she's crawling back outside and she goes back to the house and she's seeing as she's making her way she sees the man in the mask in the yard but then she gets back into the house but the man in
1: the doesn't see her right he yeah. starts walking back towards the house mm-hmm. and she sees that the volvo is now on fire
2: she does yes yes and she sees that the pinup girl is standing off in the distance right and that the doll face girl is on the swing and then she turns around and i think this is when she sees the cars on fire but then she looks back and they're all gone they've disappeared again yeah, they've
1: disapparated
2: right okay so she's hopping back into the house she hops down the hall and then the lights in the house go out. And this right. was creepy too. I think I like the aesthetic of this and the atmosphere here. She looks out the door and she sees that it's open just a crack. And so she's creaking around this dark house. And this is when she hears the piano music. Leep. Yeah. yeah. The, it's really. Hate
0: this. Cre-
1: <laughs> Very Ghostbusters right here. Uh,
2: and this is a creepy thing. And they don't overuse this. I do think that's an effective, like creepy thing. But she sees that the man with the mask is there, but he doesn't see her. So she goes and hides in the pantry and he is just really wheezy at this point. I like yeah. the scene
0: because she's like really quiet to get in the pantry and then immediately mm. knocks over seven. Yeah, and p. then good. it immediately right. makes a
1: bunch of noise. I hate so it. Mu- so much so that she- he knows to come into the kitchen and just sit down and yeah, then stand up down. again. But he sits down for no reason and then stands up for no reason. Right.
2: and it's, Maybe he's tired. I he's mean, breathing heavy. He is breathing
1: heavy. That's true.
0: <laughs>
2: and he's wearing a suit. It's hard to run. <laughs> it's, it's a three-piece cage. And he's got the mask. So You're not wearing
1: cage. the right kind of suits, baby.
2: You got to wear them with buttons. And layers.
1: Got to layer up, Mike. I don't like layers. I don't (laughs) like layers at all.
2: And this is a pretty tense scene, I think.
1: This is the one jump scare that got me. Right. Because we see him sit down, stand up, and then sort of walk away. And then from the other side, you see the other girl pop her head over and start attacking her through the pantry door. Mm -hmm. Not, I guess, realizing that she could just open the pantry door. Because pantry doors don't lock from the inside.
0: Or at all.
2: It's a panic room, pantry. (sighs) Panic tree room. (laughs)
1: This is, oh, yeah.
2: And this scene, I think the jump scare did get me. It got me, too. yeah, 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 yeah. And the scene where he's sitting at the table is really tense, and if I weren't just so exhausted with feeling tense throughout the movie, I think it would have been effective. But at this point, it's just, we've been here for the last hour yeah, yeah. it doesn't
0: elevate you're right it doesn't elevate the stakes
2: exactly yeah yeah
0: because a quiet place has like tense stuff throughout the whole film but yeah like, I don't get tired of that along, yeah. yeah
2: the only
0: like, now she's just playing with the knife and like taunting right. her with the and knife Now she's in the
2: barn well, and, now and, and that's the sort bar. of what happens
1: next because she gets out of the pantry the girl backs off from the pantry door who was attacking Liv Tyler and Liv Tyler comes out of the pantry and grabs a smaller knife mm-hmm. and the other girl has the big knife in her yes. hand. Right. Like, that's a
0: knife yeah, yeah that's not a knife
2: you're gonna need a bigger knife yeah but she asks, why are you doing this to us? And I think the girl says he's going to kill you. Yes. And so she hops into another room And she tries to get out the window, and she's banging on it.
1: But this is ridiculous, because she's banging on that window, and it never shows a reason for why she can't get out the window, Right? but she can't get out the window. She She just
0: wants to spread her fingerprints and stuff, more evidence. I think that that's Uh what it is.
1: Maybe. I mean, she's (laughs) definitely the aggressor here. Yeah. She's the reason Jimmy has to die.
2: Well, because at this point, Jimmy has been Friday the 13th Part 4 style thrown through the window. And the man with the mask has walked yes. back in behind him. Yeah. So he's back in play because he had disappeared from the story. Yeah, we thought he bit. might have been dead. Right, exactly. But he's not. He's just gotten got by the man with the mask. And so as she's banging on the window, we hear him yelling at her to run. Yes. And so she walks out the door and the, the lights turn back on. And then the man with, grabs her and smashes her against the door. And it kind of knocks her out for a minute. It does knock her out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this is the part that is effective for me. Because he's dragging her down the hall, and she's kind of, like, going in and out of being awake and, like, kind of trying to half-heartedly grab on. And, I mean, I could understand her just being out of it. But we hear her scream, and she gets dragged off camera. Yeah. And then we are fading up from black. And we see it's daylight now it is daylight and pinup girl opens the window and we see that there she's back in her bridesmaid's dress, which is yeah. weird. So
1: they changed her into her bridesmaid's dress.
2: Right. And or I'm glad we perhaps didn't see that. just
1: forgot that she wasn't wearing jeans, a T-shirt <laughs> and a flannel over it.
2: They're both tied in chairs right next to each other. This is like the iconic shot from the poster where we see Liv Tyler and Scott Speeben looking at them. Yes. And they're standing with their masks facing us. Um, and she says, why are you doing this to us? And one of them says, because you were home.
1: It's one of the girls, yeah. It's one
2: of the girls, yeah. And that is one of the things I do really like about this movie is that it's just pointless. And it's I know that you guys probably are not gonna like that, but no, I like, actually liked it. Like the random element of like some people are just psychotic and they just want to kill people and there's nothing you can do. Well it's like
0: it's like if you get targeted by a serial killer. Or like there's right. like horror stories like that do happen. They
2: do, yeah. At this point they are like Liv Tyler is trying to like reason with them and plead with them, and they all three take their masks off. And I also like that we don't ever see their faces.
0: And then you see kind of a hint of recognition in Jim's face. Yeah, because time. it's like, oh, my God, it's
1: my brother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like You don't He's have to do heavy. this. You don't
0: have to do this. Right. Yeah.
2: This is the part that has stuck with me. And I think this is just a really, like, realistic but brutal like way that they die they, because yeah. they're struggling and it's not really gratuitous or over the top. They just like it's almost like they're trying it out because they just sit down and they're looking at him and they just stab him and yeah. then they like take, take, turn they take turns stabbing him.
0: I like this scene. I think the whole movie's kind of written around this scene because I think uh-huh. this scene's probably the best done cuz they're looking at each other and she's like look at me, look at me, I love you. Just keep focusing on me. Mm-hmm. And then they're all taking turns stabbing him. And the focus is on them as a couple. Right. Yeah. It's
2: never on the killers. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then. And they like hold hands with the, and he sees that she's got the ring on, and she says, "I love you." Yeah. yeah.
0: The rest of the movie is just not filmed like that or made like that, so it doesn't no. work for me.
2: I think there are two or three wonderful things in this movie, right. and the way it's strung together their, doesn't work. Their as relationship a
0: whole. doesn't get stronger as the movie gets goes on.
2: Right. Although right. I am glad, like it, it really does make me sad when they die because I think it's really brutal, and I think like I could just imagine. Oh being yeah, in their and then shoes.
0: it's like su- it's like completely powerless and like very right. scary. You like, keep saying they die, but they don't
2: die. They don't, don't die. die. Because and,
0: they pull a scream and she's like, stab me right here.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And she never gets real woozy, right?
2: Yeah. Well, and and we see him having been stabbed. Yeah, but we see her get stabbed, and then that's when it starts cutting to. Now it did cut to outside, like mailbox scene. You're right.
0: Not all three of them stab her. Right.
2: Only one does. Right, and we stab don't, quote
1: unquote. We never see her get yeah. stabbed.
2: Right, because once they start in quote stabbing her, we never cut back the way we right. did with Jim. Uh-huh. Yeah. And because we're hearing her screaming and we're seeing the outside establishing shots, um, and that is really effective too. And I, like, I think we're imagining what's happening to her without actually having to mm-hmm. see it.
1: Well, and that's what they wanted to do because they wanted Jim to <laughs> die thinking that they were killing Liv Tyler, but that's not what happened. Right. No. She lives and then she hooks up with his older brother.
2: <laughs> that's the sequel, actually. Um, and so we, then we see the not-Mormon kids riding their bikes. Right. And the truck with the three of them, I guess the front healed itself or something, or it can still drive. I mean, it was an
1: old Ford truck. Uh, I mean, they made them better back then. In the 70s? Yeah.
2: So they're driving away, and they pass the two kids on their bikes, and one of the blonde girls gets out, and this, I think, was a little, like, ham-fisted or on the nose, because she asks for one of those brochures, and it's like, and Wait. the boy asks, are you a sinner? And she says, sometimes. And then they drive away, and one of them says it'll be easier next time. Yeah. yeah.
0: She's just really scared of kids, and like that, he's trying to like encourage her to talk to kids more. Mm. And he's like, it'll be easier next time. <laughs>
2: Talking <laughs> to those kids, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I have them with Liv Tyler. Yeah, right. yeah, you'll yeah, get yeah, to yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. When you're raising mine and Liv's kids, yeah, yeah. it'll right. be easier. And
2: then we see the scene from the beginning, and this struck me as odd, too, because in the beginning, we had heard this over a 911 call, but they're walking through and they're scene. not crying. They're not upset. No,
0: they see Liv Tyler's like dead body quote Exactly, unquote.
2: and he goes up to try to... Um, see like, if she's
0: alive. Right, yeah. and she
2: is. She jump scares back yes to life yeah and yeah. i didn't remember her being alive
0: i don't know really, i i mean probably cuz i i didn't remember a lot about the movie and now i know why cuz it's forgettable
2: and i'm glad she lived like i sure. like her yeah. you know it's it but was but then
1: the phone call at the beginning doesn't make any sense right. either because she's alive
2: exactly Ugh. and like the that they don't know what happened doesn't make sense either i guess unless she has amnesia and that it's just
0: uh-huh that's convenient isn't <laughs> it mikey <laughs> winger, winger. Yeah.
1: but That's That's the movie. movie. Roll
2: the credits. So having
1: seen the movie, having talked about it, what do you guys think?
0: Uh, I don't like it. I feel like this is why I personally have a lot of trouble with horror films, because there's not a lot of good male protagonists that don't do really dumb dumb things or treat people right.
2: I remember watching this the first time, and I remember everybody having freaked out about it and, like, really wanting to like it and thinking there's a lot of good things here, but it overall just doesn't work for me. And that's kind of how I felt today, although I think once we have started to examine all of the pieces... There are things that I really, really like about this movie.
0: It's so hard for me to get into a movie if I can't relate to one of the characters, and like I just did not like the, this dude at all.
2: I can relate to the characters, and I can. I feel you've re- tried to have your
0: fiance murdered.
2: No, no, I, no. I can relate to what actually happens in the movie. You tried to have your fiance murdered because <laughs> I do feel really bad for them at that last scene, and there's a, an element of helplessness there that's really effective. And I think sure. a lot of the imagery is great, and we've kind of talked about it. Like there are. Are a lot of really great pieces in a puzzle that yeah. just overall doesn't work for me. Yeah.
1: So for me, it is some really effective scares, mm-hmm. but a story that doesn't rise to the level of those scares. Right. So I was scared at some points mm-hmm. because they were effective jump scares right. or they were just creepy moments, but the story is so bad and it's directed so bad. It's laughable to me. So, like, I wasn't very scared because I was like, holy shit, this is not executed well. And it's not right? like out if, of But, like, if you had a competent director, this was a very scary movie but it wasn't executed, so it wasn't scary. Yeah, and I don't think it is bad acting. No, I don't I either. really do think no. it's bad directing and somewhat of a bad story, <laughs> yeah. although I do think the story could be scary in a better director's hand. I hands. think
2: it just needed to be edited a little bit better and, like, tightening up some of the continuity because I do kind of like that we don't know very much about their relationship. I don't need them to have, like, a lovey-dovey functional relationship because that's a believable thing. That, right. Like, there are couples that are going to be breaking up and terrible things are going to happen, and I don't need them to grow stronger together for the movie to work I, do I also need- to
1: grow stronger together for her to say I love you at the end and it not be funny. That's the thing. They have right. that
0: ending. They have the beginning where their relationship is kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. What if they started working well together as a team exactly. throughout the movie then they end tragically it would have been very sad.
2: Like yeah. okay. So
1: I
0: agree with what you were saying Jen. Yeah.
1: yeah. But what they're showing in the movie is sort of silly. Well because and it's it-
2: that, that I love you isn't earned. Exactly. Exactly. And I will say, there is a sequel to this movie, The Strangers Pray at Night. And a lot of the problems that I have with this movie are fixed in the next one. And I love the sequel. It must have been
1: directed by somebody else. It It was. was. Oh, yeah. There you go. It's really good. Yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, It has one of my
2: favorite musical moments in any movies it's a awesome. musical let's do this let's do it so cool. <laughs>
1: you're lying to me I mean. <laughs> <laughs>
2: all
1: right well let's do box office all right this movie came out in 2008 so what do you think the production budget for this movie was
2: probably pretty low i would say 1 million
1: it is sort of a single location movie although there technically is another in a flashback scene oh yeah at uh-huh. the parking lot outside the venue mikey what do you think the production budget was $5 million. Okay. Liv Tyler is not a no-name actress. The production That's budget true. was $9 million. Okay. Oh,
2: okay. So, but I think a lot of that went to wow. actors probably. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, really the only
1: big-name actor is Liv Tyler.
2: Now, Scott Speedman was not a nobody. He's not a nobody, right. right. But he's, not like, he's a, not
1: like
0: a $2 million guy.
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. But Liv Tyler might be a $2 million girl. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So she could be $2 million in that production budget. What I don't understand is how this movie was not shot for you know, the cost of the actors right? right. and then literally maybe $500,000. There's no special effects. There's no special effects. It's more or less single location. Yeah. And there's only five actors.
2: Right. And it's not like it's an extravagant single location that would have taken a lot of money to make the set. Like we barely see the wedding. And then the other location is a parking lot. Right. So, yeah, that is interesting that it costs that much But it isn't
1: a huge budget, but I'm surprised it's as much as it is with what you see on the screen. So what do you guys think? it made domestic when it came out in 2008.
2: I, I think it did really well.
1: 70. Okay.
2: Um, 100.
1: It made $52 million domestically, mm-hmm. and then made another 30 international. So the total was 83 million, and then it made 23 million, almost 24 million in domestic DVD sales mm-hmm. and Blu-ray sales. So it made over $100 million
2: it was huge. It did like, well. Yeah. yeah, and I rem- I didn't see it in the theaters, but I remember everybody going nuts. And I do think, like, it was kind of a different style at the time, you know? Were
1: they only making good horror movies at this time? <laughs> uh, this came out on May 30th, 2008, yeah. and the week it premiered, it was third at the box office. It got oh. beat by Sex and the City, the first <gasps> one.
2: That's a right? good, that's the good movie. Ugh. I love yeah. it. And
1: the new-ish Indiana Jones movie. Oh, God. Crystal yeah. Skull? I, the I can crystal see why Skull. This, got, yeah. this got big. Yeah. Oh, God, uh, that it crystal- beat Iron Man and The Chronicles of Narnia. That was the top five. So it was Sex and the City, Indiana Jones, The Strangers, Iron Man, Chronicles of Narnia. So that's box office. Jen. Fun fact us. Yeah, Jen, Jen, let's do some fun facts. I want fun fun facts facts all over my face.
2: What? This is the kind of movie that I think I like more in theory, and I like to kind of talk about the themes more than I like actually watching it, because this is an example of pastoral paranoia. Which I think is interesting. It's danger in the country and in rural areas, and that's another thing I don't think the movie does well. Is I don't think it establishes how isolated they are, you know, because it does look like it's a street. It looks like it's the Friday the Thirteenth. They had nine
0: million dollars. So they didn't do one helicopter or drone shot or whatever. Well, drones weren't a thing in two thousand eight, well, but t- yeah, helicopter.
2: Helicopters cost. You could have shot bucks. everything
1: on a helicopter <laughs> with this movie. Right? <laughs> yeah.
2: Helicopters are cool. Right. This was originally going to be titled "The Faces."
1: Oh wow, cool. that's a bad title. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, I mean they changed it and I do like the title I'm going to link information to the two cases that we talked about he said he was inspired by reading the book Helter Skelter and that is a good book I read it a couple of years ago but I am going to link information to the Keddie Cabin murders okay. that's that's a creepy really sad story so a little bit about Liv Tyler this was the first movie that she had done in a while after she had her son so Lord of the Rings or Return of the King ended like hit theaters in 2003 and oh, then yeah. I'm not exactly sure if that was the last thing she did before having her son, But she did have a child, and she took a couple of years off, and this was the first thing she'd done. And I remember that was one of the things people were talking about as Liv Tyler's in this movie, and she hasn't done anything in the sure, while. Sure, yeah. Um, so and she
1: had just been in what was probably the biggest franchise at that time for a long time,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she got tonsillitis while she was shooting this because she was screaming so much. But I don't remember her screaming that she much scream in a the lot. movie. Or they they must, talk a lot. They must not
1: have used those takes
2: exactly, which is because <laughs> I do know that they hid the masks from her until she saw them in the shot, so that she would have an authentic reaction. And I think there's times where she is screaming, but they don't use it that much because when I read that fact and I hadn't seen it in a while, I imagined her like screaming throughout the whole thing, and she doesn't. Mm-mm. So that's that's interesting. It is interesting that they didn't use that, especially since she like damaged her voice because of that. Um, but they also told her that there was going to be banging, but they didn't tell her where it was going to come from, or they told her it was going to come sure. from a different direction. So I do think that was like I believe that she is scared. Yeah this too and I think she sure. does a great job yeah, I, so. I don't think
1: the actors are doing a bad job I don't think so
2: either yeah okay so the masks were um, we already said there the blonde girl was called dollface mm-hmm. the pin the brunette had the mask called pinup girl and the man in the mask he's just credited as the man in the mask. And they wanted these masks to feel like they could have just picked them up at Walmart. So this was all shot with either handheld or a steady cam. Yeah. I do think that's an effective choice because it gives you kind of a more intimate feel. It's
1: also a very cheap choice. Mm. I wonder if the guy just <laughs> stole nine. Million. Yeah. yeah, I think he did steal what, did eight million dollars Yeah, I think so. and then made this movie for a million dollars.
2: All right. And my last fun fact was that there was originally going to be a lot more dialogue between Liv Tyler and the killers. And I think in that scene in the kitchen when she they both have knives and they cut that to make the killers more mysterious and to, like, part of why we don't ever see their face. And I think that is an effective choice because that fits the unnamed threat and the randomness of the movie, which I really like. And those are my fun facts. Well, thank
1: you for your fun facts, Jen. you're
2: very welcome. So
1: let's do the scary scale. All right, let's do the scary
0: scale.
2: So, hey, listeners, our scary scale is a scale we used to rank how scared we were by the movie. It's not the quality of the film, it's how scared we were tonight when we watched it. Our one example is ghostbusters our 10 example is texas chainsaw massacre all right todd
1: i'm gonna give it a two
2: a two okay yeah.
1: there were some moments that got me to jump that a few jump scares in it but ultimately it wasn't a very scary movie because it's so unbelievable mikey i'm gonna give it a one
2: okay yeah. <laughs> because you're dead inside i'm dead inside <laughs>
0: I just I just wasn't scared.
2: Yeah, I'm going to give it a three, mostly because of the scene at the very end. That just mm-hmm. that, and that is something that has stuck with me. Over I, I, years. That
0: scene does stick with me, and that's the only thing I kind of remembered. Yeah, and then it just the rest of the movie cheapens that scene.
2: Right, and that's our scary scale. So
0: this week, you guys. Oh no! This week, the listeners made me we watch did. The Strangers. What are you guys making me watch next week? We're gonna stay topical next. We week. We are gonna uh, yeah? stay
2: topical. Yes, we have you yeah.
0: heard of this quarantine virus thing
2: going around the <laughs> earth. Right, and it's making us all earth. go crazy.
0: Uh-oh. Yeah.
1: So we're so going to watch The, the, the crazies. crazies. Yes,
2: starring Timothy Olyphant. I love Hunt, this movie. Timothy Oliphant. I've never I never seen it. Too.
1: I honestly didn't know it existed until you guys started talking about it today. Guys, watch <laughs> The Crazies, the, the 2010, crazies. right?
2: Yeah, um it's the one with Timothy Oliphant. I think it's I
1: 2010 because we I looked it up so. when we were talking about it. The other one was from 73. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I've never seen the original. And it's I not either. that one. It's the newer we're watching one. So whatever it was in the 2000s, that one.
2: Yeah, and we hope you're staying safe out
1: there. Yeah, guys, stay safe and please quarantine yourself. Yes. Hands. so mikey's gonna read a review and while he's Ooh. looking that up guys if you want mikey to read your review leave a five-star review on apple itunes and give like a uh, funny way for him to read it so like an accent yeah. or something like that maybe some mm. emojis that kind of stuff
2: maybe he has to read it like
1: snuffle off again oh i love it hey. so guys make sure you leave that five-star review and we will read
0: it god we've got a ton of reviews in the last couple of
1: weeks. i know it's been awesome guys mm-hmm. please keep leaving these five-star reviews it really does
0: help people find the show all right t hammer Oh, T. hamma T.
2: Hama. S-
0: says, "My horror besties, and they want me to do this in the scream ghostface voice." Nice. S- if if Mikey could handle, I can handle anything. Oh no. yeah, you yeah. can, ladies. Yes. <laughs> Let's just get weird with it. Let's get weird with it, Mikey. Yeah. I follow. Okay, yeah. Get in the <laughs> character, Mikey. You got this. What's your favorite <clears throat> scary movie? What's your favorite scary movie? Okay, yeah. There yeah, you go. go yeah. yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I follow mini horror podcasts. But in this a word. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I was thinking. But this is hands down the best one.
2: Oh, thanks. What
0: makes this podcast special is the chemistry between the hosts. Oh. They are energetic, enthusiastic, and are clearly great friends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, we never see each other outside I of the know. podcast. And I think that that is good for us. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do enjoy the, t- the pod lunches we have. We need mean, to get back into that, though. But.
2: but I mean, it's also like six hours a week. So it's not like, like I, I see you more than I see more more than than you my, my most friends. friends. Yeah, yeah, That's true.
0: Right. <laughs> I especially appreciate the moments when they get vulnerable and oh, yeah. speak from their own personal experiences. Oh my god! Oh, thank you. you sound like
2: you're about to go into a wrestling. <laughs> I know <laughs> I'm. I'm getting real
0: close to wrestling. All right, <laughs> this is my go-to podcast whenever oh, I feel you. down and need positivity in my life. Oh, that's awesome! Thanks. That's five stars. Oh,
1: thank, oh, thank you, you very much, T Hammer. T Hammer. T Hammer. Thank you so much for that review. Thank you. And again, really if you sweet. want us to read your five-star review, leave a five-star review and leave have Mike you read it. Yep, We are a member of the Consequence Podcast Networks. If you could do us a favor, check out their shows like Kyle... Meredith with This Must Be The Gig The Assembly Well,
2: they have a new one that just debuted It's called Ghost Echoes so make Ghost sure you... Echoes Ghost okay, Echoes cool, yeah, cool. it's a music history podcast What? Yeah Okay, I probably really would cool. love that Yeah, okay, cool would. I'll check yeah. that out um, The Fifth Dimension and they have The Losers Club and, and Halloweenies. Halloweenies And yeah. you
1: just recorded an episode today for, for The Losers Club, right? Yeah, I yeah. was
2: on The Losers and I think it probably has dropped like last Friday nice. and it's on Gerald's Game so you can check that out now too Yeah
1: Guys, and make sure you follow us on socials at Verse. Virgin, or if you want to follow us individually Jen is at Jen Ferratu with two N's, Mikey's M Randolph 24 and I'm Todd J Awesome on all the socials. Of course if you want to follow us online we are at HorrorVirgin.com and that's where you can find links to the merch and the blog and stuff like that uh, You can also help support us online at Patreon.com slash HorrorVirgin mm-hmm. A lot of great levels, a lot of great things. We actually put up a lot of content this past week. A bonus episode. Mm-hmm. We got uh, some Too Hot for Horror Virgin clips that I threw together that <laughs> (laughs) were just too overtly sexual for the regular pod, so we threw those online. Which is hard. That's hard to do. It is hard to do, but we managed to do it.
2: And I just did a bunch of videos recapping on the, that, the, the Outsider, yeah. The Outsider, yeah, but that's over, and now I'm kind of thinking about what I'm going to do next because I want to do another series. So let me know if there's a particular one.
1: House like, on Haunted Hill or Haunted Hill House or whatever oh, that one was. People so have been talking good. about that. Maybe you should do that. I love it. And well, I know you've seen it. So, I have, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. And Bly Manor's coming out, so I'll probably be doing that. Well, and also, like, this is a listener request episode. Yeah, absolutely. And the way that you can request and vote on what these episodes are is to become a patron, and all levels of patrons can suggest And vote on it.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And if you can't financially support the show, that's fine. We definitely, definitely understand that. Just keep doing what you're doing and telling your friends, family, and coworkers about the show because that's the best way to get people to learn about the show. And that helps probably more than anything. And also, we do have a very supportive Facebook community where you can get daily free content there. So Mm -hmm. check that out, absolutely.
2: Yeah. And that's going to be it for us, guys. Listeners, thank you so much for suggesting and voting on this movie. This was an interesting movie. It really was, yeah. And while (laughs) we didn't love it, We love you and we respect your opinion, but we love all of you and we appreciate you sharing like your, what you, we want to know what movies you want to watch too. So thank you for participating. Mm. Absolutely. That's going to be it for us tonight, guys. I'm a, I'm real tired and my hand's falling asleep, so it's time. Hey, you can do the stranger. Speaking of the stranger.
1: (laughs) Oh my God.
2: (laughs) I'm Jen. I'm
1: Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin Todd
2: guys.
0: (laughs) Have a great week. Love you, mean it. Don't get arrested.
1: Oh.
2: Bye. Bye.
0: Stay quarantine bitches. <laughs>
1: <Sing>. Quarantine nerds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Consequence Podcast Network.